Hello, and welcome to Effective Strategies for Launching a Diversity and Inclusion Program. My name is Steven Huerta. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Workify. After a brief hiatus in the fall, we're back up and running with our Fireside Chat series. Thanks to everyone that's joined us in the past and for coming back. Uh, what a great topic to kick things back off, uh, diversity and inclusion. It's certainly something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, over the summer, there was a huge surge in activity that we had never seen deploying many diversity, equity, inclusion surveys. As we worked through the initiatives with our clients, we, we collected great data and we noticed that many times clients were, were, they had challenges in terms of understanding how to move the conversation forward. And, uh, and more specifically, like how do you launch uh, a new or revamped diversity inclusion program? And so our guest today is gonna offer us great perspective on the topic given her experience I'm really excited, but before I introduce her, uh, let me first take a look at the discussion topic itself. And as always, uh, I like to start the conversation with some numbers. Um, and so let's first take a look at the pressure cooker that 2020 has brought us. Yeah. So over the summer, we, mm -hmm. we got hit by uh, what, I, what I call the perfect storm. Um, we were several months into a global pandemic. So you know, let's just sit and reflect on that for a sec. Like this is something that we had never seen. Um, and, and then we started to see that some diverse groups were getting hit particularly hard. And I think this slide does a great job. I mean, these numbers are pretty staggering. Specifically, you know, women have experienced heavy job losses due to the pandemic. You know, they've, we've all had to shift the way that we balance our work and our personal lives. Um, homeschooling has been a huge impact and clearly that that, that has impacted women at a rate um, much higher than, than men based on, on some of the numbers that, uh, that we're showing you here. Additionally, non-white ethnic groups have become sick and are dying of COVID at a much higher rate. Um, I mean, these statistics are alarming. Um, and lastly, you know, the summer of 2020 brought about what could be considered the largest protest movement in history with the killings of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, um, and everything that, that escalated over the summer, really triggering uh, protests across the nation like we haven't seen it in quite some time. Mm -hmm. um, but with that being said, there, there was already a critical lens on diversity and inclusion programs. Um, I found in my research, uh, pre preparing for this, uh, a, a great paper by the Boston Consulting Group, top tier firm um, called the Diversity Disconnect. And in this paper, they, um, they highlight how unconscious bias um, is, you know, needs to be an increased area of focus as uh, executives and leaders you know, continue to believe that their organizations are further along in the diversity and inclusion effort than what than what's the, the reality is. And uh, additionally, from, you know, if we just look from a pure numbers and metrics perspective, um, this is, you know, Black Americans in executive and leadership positions, um, you know, the numbers are, are still lagging. And I, I think that's something that, that HR practitioners are well aware of. Um, so to resummarize, we entered 2020 with a lagging progress, uh, a growing focus on Me Too and Black Lives Matter movements, only to have our worlds completely disrupted by the events of 2020, magnifying the challenges that we were already facing. So our goal today is to discuss how you can, you know, with all the challenges that we're, 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 we've been encountered with, how you can further the diversity and inclusion conversation, uh, some common mistakes that executives make when investing in diversity and inclusion, and some measures of success that will help you really create a, a lasting impact. 
And so I'm really looking forward to this conversation uh, from a housekeeping perspective. Uh, we, we're going to spend about 35 to 40 minutes on the conversation. Your feedback has told us that, you know, we need more time for Q&A. So, uh, so we're going to try to get through the, the conversational piece as quickly as we can and then open it up. So a reminder to please submit questions along the way. Uh, you've got a great resource today, um, and and you know we want to we really do want to answer as many questions as we can. So, without further ado, I'm super excited about our guest, who is a personal friend of mine, a former colleague, and just an all-around amazing person, Monica Marquez. Um, Monica is the co-founder and chief innovation officer at Beyond Barriers. Um, she's led diversity and inclusion initiatives at some of the world's best companies, such as Goldman Sachs. Bank of America, Ernst & Young, and Google. Uh, throughout her career, Monica has pioneered industry-leading programs uh, to help disadvantage gain breakthrough access to opportunities. <clears throat> Monica is active in a variety of nonprofits and currently serves on the Hispanic Scholarship Fund uh, board. So welcome, Monica. Thanks, Steven. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here and having a conversation. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm thrilled to have you. And, and clearly you've done some amazing work over your career. And you know what it really excites me about our chat today are the perspectives that you bring. Um, so, so thanks again for joining us. Absolutely. 